Hello and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. My name is Jasmine. I'm your host. I'm a transformative coach and a business management consultant. I basically help people make things happen for their business. And um, today I am talking with Ian Johnston. Hi, Ian. Hiya. So if you guys are wondering why I invited Ian is because, you know, he's Irish and he's got this great accent. <laughs> and I just wanted to have that. No, that's not true. I, this is just like the perk of having the conversation with Ian because he's going to like talk to us. Okay. So Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my accent. You do, eh? I tell people I hate listening to myself. Recording yeah. Myself. But anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's just funny because the, like we, all the people here are like when we hear this accent, we're like, oh, this is so cool. I like, I just love the sound of it. So well, I'll take that. I'll take that. There you go. And more people that are listening are probably going to love it, too. So people send him some love, put some comments in there. <laughs> Um, so Ian, just, just for the purpose of the people listening, can you let them know, well, first of all, where you are, they already know, but, and, and what you do. And by the way, people, Ian is Eve Johnston's husband, which we've, we've seen, uh, earlier in our series. So go she's, ahead, Ian. She's my long suffering wife. And <laughs> yeah, so I'm Ian Johnston. I, um, uh, I'm in Dublin, Ireland, and it's now the 18th of March. I'm just going to mention that because yesterday was Paddy's Day, so <laughs> uh, it's a very important day for Ireland. Um, we get to celebrate being Irish, which is actually a great thing for most of us, not everybody, but most of us. So we're very grateful that we live in the, the country, especially in the times that we're living in with all that's going on over in Ukraine. And yeah. the Irish people are very sympathetic to the situation over there. And um, I think we're playing our part, even though we're a, a neutral country. Um, neutrality is very important to us, but we're taking a lot of refugees in, as many as we can. And we just, like I suppose everybody around the world, we just hope that this ends soon, sooner rather yeah. than later. Yes, so yes. I'm in Dublin, Ireland. I also do some coaching. I do some creative work. I design, I come from a print design background and I still do a little bit of design work. I've started getting into website development. So I'm doing a bit of that. So I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, but I love technology as well and what it can do for us. Yeah, so me we too. We were just talking about that. I, I just pulled out a box of wires to <laughs> fix something here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we 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 understand each other at that level. Like I'm the same. I I love technology and and uh, I love the the fact that with the this I, I'm realizing that throughout my career, you know, like I'm um I'm also a jack of all trades. Um, I I can basically do a little bit of everything, <laughs> you know. And I think this this brought me to where I am today because when I talk to um, an entrepreneur, 
I can literally see the whole aspect of the business, you know, so I can, I can look at, you know, the, the administration of it, the marketing of it, and all, all, all of the things that technology can do for all of the, you know, accounting, marketing, advertising, all of that. And I understand a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, and I, like I, I did have my own business for, it was a family business and myself and my brother ran it for over 30, nearly 35 years. And I made the decision to kind of do something different with myself back in 2018. And I sold my share of the business and got out of it. And, you know, we, myself and Ev decided to start up a coaching and training business. And we had just started trading back in 2020, late, late 2019, but we were kind of starting to gather a bit of traction around March 2020. And then something hit. Yeah. Wonder what. We, we won't mention it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard enough of it, Ian. <laughs> we have heard enough of it. Um, luckily, all restrictions have been cancelled here in Ireland. So even, even coming home from a, a flight, we don't have to fill out any passenger locator forms. So we were so, so done with the whole thing. But it, I think it did teach us when we were locked down in the in the in the thick of it, it did teach us to appreciate our family. Because mm. they were the only people that we were interacting with. And like myself and Ev, we've got three boys. Two of them are married now. So one lives up the road from us. One lives maybe five or six miles away from us. And the other lives with us. So mm. and and the extended family. So, so they were our kind of social circle for a long time. Um, so we had to kind of get on and we yeah. had to rediscover ourselves in, in, in a lot of ways. And, and it was very nice though, because we all get on really well and we've had a great life together. And then when we were together throughout the pandemic, we, we, we just enjoyed it. So it wasn't hard for us to, to be stuck with each other and that, like I appreciate that that's not the same for everybody families with young kids it's a very different dynamic going on and yeah. especially if you're stuck in a smaller house with young kids and you have to work there and you have to try and homeschool them that's a very different scenario but we are, we, are, we were really blessed and very lucky to have each other so, well I think that everybody had their own thing occur you know yeah. like i i literally reinvented myself during the pandemic i mean i i started yeah. doing things that <laughs> i never knew that i could do first of all i started doing my own products my own skincare you know all of the natural products my deodorant i started doing candles you know i started doing that kind of stuff and i really like it you yeah. know and I started um, taking care of plants. I don't know if you've noticed, there's a bit of plants around me. <laughs> and I've started like, I had like three plants, I think when the pandemic hit and I'm now like over 20 and there's like plants all over the place. And so I started doing that. And 
I reinvented my business. I like it's it's not it's it's like I'm doing what I've always done, but I'm I'm doing it at a deeper level. I'm having more fun and I feel more involved. And I love that <clears throat> people feel um I love that people like the work that I do, first of all. And second of all, I like that they they once they're finished working with me, they feel like they have a better view of you know how to run their business and how to manage it. And I'm I'm working with with solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, you know, like I have a company that I'm working with that, you know, they went from, I'm gonna say they they had a they had employees and they had to lay off all of their employees. And then they had to readjust all of their processes to just themselves because now they don't have any staff. So as opposed to before where they were like, okay, this person's going to do sales. This person's going to do admin. This person's going to do deliveries. This, you know, now they're doing everything. And so they have to, and it could be really, really overwhelming, you know, to, to start doing that. But everybody has done has had to come back to I'm gonna like come back to put their feet on the ground like really get grounded and go okay what is it that now I want to do so you could have stayed in your head and be poor me poor me poor me what is this world coming to or you could have just said okay what's going on what am I gonna do what can I do and I think people did do that people did stay in their head but I know so many people who actually like you said put their feet in the ground reconnected earthed themselves and thrived yeah through this and they people who who started new businesses in the midst of pandemics and, and like we are very the Irish are very entrepreneurial and we'll try our hand at everything and so many little food shops and coffee shops and little trucks appeared out of nowhere. And I'm sure it was the same in Canada. Um, everybody was a business owner. Yeah. Because people, people got laid <clears throat> out all the time. Yeah, a shift occurred, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's kind of like, okay, well, then, then if I can't do that, what can I do? Yeah. And it's yeah. like looking to the possibilities instead of looking to the impossibilities. Yeah. And that's it. And, and it's like kind of water finding its level, isn't it? it it's uh, people found their, their, their level. Yeah. And you can't stop the flow. People, people move towards something. They have to be moving towards something. I don't know very many people who sit still. Yeah. I think we're made to move. Yeah. And I, I think that when we don't move, that's when the suffering sets in. Yeah. Yeah. I know I have a really good buddy and he's he's in the post-production business and production business and they do all these special effects for movies and stuff like that and 
because of the the lack of stuff that was made during the pandemic now all of a sudden everybody's really busy in that field and like he's gone from a kind of a steady turnover every year he's like quadrupled it now uh, he's looking at taking on people he's got people logging in from all over the world working for him so there is a boom going on now yeah yeah i'm the same i mean yeah. i live in canada and my clients are in the uk and in the us yeah that's where my clients are like i've got when the pandemic hit, I had two clients in Canada and now I have three, but I have, like, <laughs> I have clients in the U S I have clients in the UK, you know, it's like, they're all over the place now. And that's, that's the thing I love about the technology. I love zoom and Google meets and, you know, all the, all the different platforms where we can talk like you're in Canada, I'm in Ireland. Yeah. And we've never met. Like physically, physically bad, but we know each other well. We're, yeah, we're exactly. Yeah, no, but it, that's yeah. really, really cool. Like I, I can honestly say I've got friends all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, cool. pardon me? It is really cool. Yeah. One of the other things actually that we did, um, just maybe about 2018, we had a school reunion. Um, I don't know, 25, 30, 30, X amount of years, a long time ago we left school, but we had a school reunion, so we were all kind of in contact when the pandemic hit through WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff, but we started doing Zoom calls. So now they were a bit chaotic because there could have been 25, 30 people on a call and everybody, there was no etiquette wants going to talk? On. Yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. wants to talk. Ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, there was just noise, so. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> but it was just nice because some of them, some, a lot of my classmates, uh, when I left school in the 80s, mid 80s, um, I'd say 80, 80% of my year had to emigrate to get work because there was a, a deep recession going on in Ireland at that stage. So there's, there's a lot of them still away, a, a lot moved back and there's, there's a people spread all over the place as I have classmates in America, Canada, Panama. Um, I think there's a fellow in China, <laughs> you know, they're all over the world. So yeah. all over Europe, England. Yeah. You know, so um, that's the real, that was the reality back then. Now kids are coming out and they've got so much choice for starters in college. Like before it was like you either did something like, commerce or you know you became a doctor or a lawyer or whatever now yeah. there's just so much granular choice yeah which yeah it could it could be good it could be confusing too it could be like which one do i choose <laughs> i feel i feel life is very confusing for kids yeah 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 because yeah. it's kind of like what what do i choose what do i do because yeah. it's like it's like but you just choose one and and you know what? Like I, I studied in accounting, <laughs> you know, I did administration and like I had did three years of college. So the first two years was the administration of it. And I had an option, which was accounting. So that last year, all I did was accounting and I'm doing what I'm doing now. 
you know? So, but I love that I did that because I was really in administration and I know all the, the accounting part of it. And, but I would never be an accountant, not going to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't do that anymore. Now I'm like, I can do bookkeeping, yeah. you know, I could do the bookkeeping part of it, but I'm not going to do anything like accounting. It's just like too nuts. Um, I have a good grasp on accounts, but yeah, like we, the world has enough accountants. Yes, yes, that's it. We we can give that job away. You you, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people love it. I, we have a great accountant um, and she has, I've worked with her for probably about 12 years now. And she just, she's a one man operation, but she, when the business I was in, stuttered back in the last recession which was around 2008 we were we were in trouble and that was really stressful and we hired this lady as an accountant on a recommendation and she just she's been brilliant she just keeps us on the straight and narrow and but she loves it but she's such a nice person as well like we're great friends now so yeah it's good to have the the you know the, yeah. the people your your people with you you know got you gotta get your i'm working with a, a real estate agent right now and she she sells and she you know she sells houses and she helps people buy houses so but she her, in her like how she goes around she says you need to have your power team so you need to have your real estate agent your broker your yeah. your your um, mortgage broker, your insurance, you know, like she's got, she, she basically has this umbrella or this, um, uh, I, I don't know the English word. Anyway, she's, she's got all the spokes and she's like, get this power team together and then you can, you can trust them. And that's, that's what I have, you know, and that, that's what I do too. So I've got my people yeah. that take care of me and that I can trust. Yeah. So it's it's really important to have that in work, isn't it? Yeah, and and even in your in life, yeah, in your, in your life, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good to have an accountant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have and a doctor, <laughs> but I I have my accountant, but I also have my reflexologist. You know, like I like reflexology, and mm. she's taking care of my body. You know, and when I go see her, we have these conversations and she brings me back to health. You know, she like she kind of like refocuses my conversation, you know, because it's easy for me as a, an entrepreneur to be in front of my computer and just putting that aspect of my life of taking care of my body aside, because I got a lot of things to do in front of the computer. You know what I mean? But I got her and she's like, she brings me back. She's like, okay, well, what about your food? And what about this? And what about that? So I've got that person. And then I got my, my osteopath and my Pilates teachers, and they take me, take care of that part too. Like they just refocus. So it's like in every aspect of that is important to me. Yeah. I kind of have somebody, you know, that I can count on that will bring me just realign me or bring my feet back on the ground and go, yo, you know, relax here. Or have you thought of this? Or so, yeah, I like that. 
Who, who's the one person you couldn't do it out? Uh, it's actually not a person. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do without the dog. I couldn't yeah. do without the dog. The dog is like, she's my pal. She's like, you know, she understands me. She's the closest, like, cause we were basically always together. I bring her with me everywhere. And, um, I don't know. It's just That's a diplomatic answer. We, we'll allow, we'll allow that one. <laughs> Well, you know, I am single and I have no children. So that could have an impact. <laughs> like perhaps if I had a, you know, a significant other, the, the conversation might be different. Yeah. But to tell you the truth, I doubt it. <laughs> like as I always told myself, if I ever meet somebody and they say you got to get rid of the animals i'd be like sorry we're we're just not aligned if you're asking me to get rid of the animals like yeah. never gonna work yeah no you, you don't mess with a a, a dog owner <laughs> well i think that it's i think that it's it's just like a deep rooted thing with me it's like it animals are part of me yeah you know, like I've always had animals. When I was a kid, I would, I would walk to school, you know, like seven, eight, I would walk to school and I'd leave the house with no dogs. And I would come back with stray dogs. And my mom was like, where did you get this one? I said, but it just followed me, mom. I did nothing. It just exactly. followed me. Yeah. yeah. And I remember one time I came back home I was walking home. It was my mom's birthday and all of her brothers and sisters were, were at home and I was coming back from school and I had a great Dane. I had a collie and I had a, uh, you know, the hunter dogs, the little Snoopy dogs. I had, so I had three dogs with me. Yeah. Beagle. I had beagle. a beagle. I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah. And, and the three dogs were with me and, you know, and I was small, I was like seven or eight. Right. So can you imagine the great Dane was probably the same height as me. And then I had the collie and then I had the small dog and we were just coming back home. <laughs> it was just so funny. Like I remember hyper of animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just like, they would just follow me. I brought home rabbits. I brought home birds. I brought home. I remember bringing home a nest of mouse mice like we found the mother the mother in the street squished but we saw the nest so we brought the nest back home they they did not survive we we, we weren't that good yeah. but like all oh, these teeny little mouse the tension was there though yeah exactly we tried yeah. we tried and that's all you can do is your best and isn't it amazing though uh, you said something which i laughed out there a few minutes ago you said I used to walk to school. <laughs> I'm sure there's kids going like, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any kids who walk to school. <laughs> They're all I, but I walk to school until, I mean, I think that's why I don't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I walk to school. I mean, when I was, we lived in a little city, in a little village. And mm. I mean, I would walk to school. I would walk in the morning, come home to lunch and walk back and then walk like I, this is like what I would do. And when we moved to the city, it was the same thing in, in high school, I would walk to school there and back. 
Yeah, we all we all used to walk to school. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not going to say barefoot or anything like that, but we, we like, my parents worked and I, we just didn't expect it back then. Whereas now, yeah. like you see a lot of kids. Mom, bring me to school. Drive me to school. My own used to go kind of like, go, ah, it's raining, Dad. Like, so. Yeah. Then their mother would say, bring them to school. <laughs> That's but, true. I, I, I forgot about that. I forgot. Yeah. Like I literally, I walked to school until I was 16. Then at 16, my father got me a car. Yeah. So then I would just drive to school. Interesting. Time changes. Yeah. Not too many kids drove to school and they still don't in Ireland. Like cause you have to be 17 now, I think, to, to drive. Yeah. Most kids would be leaving school around 17, 18 anyway. So, yeah. No, I had my first car. One or two people did have cars or they had bangers or something like maybe their mother's car the odd day. But it was like a a real kind of, oh, did you see your man? He's driving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My father had a courier company. Okay. Yeah. So, my father really like used his cars. He was a Volkswagen guy and he, the Volkswagen was the car that could have as like as much mileage as, as he could. So whenever he reached a certain mileage on his car, he would change. So instead of gi- selling it that year, he just gave it to me. He's like, okay, so I'm, I'm done with this one. So when I got the car, I think it was at 700,000 miles or kilometers, I should say, because uh, it's kilometers. Um, and, you know, I used it until got it for another 14 years after that, you yeah, know. You probably got another 700,000 on it, like BWs or was it a beetle? No, it wasn't a beetle. It was a rabbit. A rabbit. I do remember those. Yeah, it was an 84 yeah. rabbit. Yeah. My, one of my older brothers got, uh, they're now called Nissan, but they were, at the time, they were called Datsun. Yeah. And he got a little Datsun Cherry, which is a small little car, but it went down through all my brothers. Uh, <laughs> Over the yeah. years. So it's and like it was, a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a hand-me-down. At that, at uh, hand-me-down car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's there's something to it though right yeah. like we don't do that anymore it's like now we just go get new stuff we oh, don't have brand new yeah yeah and and there's so much wastage now. yeah see it like it looks that way it looks that way and also so all depending the perspective that we take it could also look like Wow, we're so lucky that we can have brand new now. We don't have to have yeah. hand-me-down stuff. We are but lucky. it does create a lot of wastage. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I wish we could have, you know, like when the least cartoons like you know like made up cartoon things where you're like okay i'm finished with this one and you just put it and it just comes back to raw material and then 
you can reuse that raw material and create something new instead of just creating waste and garbage and stuff. Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. What was the thing they used to have in Star Trek and they just like, they used to make stuff like materialize stuff out of, <laughs> out yeah. of uh, raw, raw matter. Hey, you know, we have no idea where this is going. I mean, for me, obviously my brain doesn't know how to do that, but some other people might, <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm getting more and more in, in, in depth into the conversation of form and formless, you know, like how everything, everything comes to form, but yeah. before it's form, it's actually formless. So, yeah, and then yeah. people use the power of thought and the power of, you know, the universe to create a form with it yeah so i mean some people have access to something that i don't it's, it's there in the uh, collective creativity of humankind. Yeah. yeah yeah in the meantime i'm just gonna look at technology and see what i can do with technology right now <laughs> you know I like I love all the the stuff that has happened come to pass since we were kids. Like when I was maybe a teenager, maybe a little bit younger, we had Pong, which was the video game where it was just the tennis game. Yes, I remember. And now look at video games. We 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 used to watch. I was a big fan of Star Trek as a kid, and the idea of the the little communicators. Yeah, it was amazing. That's come to pass with yeah. our mobile phones. When I was uh, when I was a kid, if you saw somebody going down the street talking to themselves, you'd think they're crazy. <laughs> and nowadays, they're just on their phone. Like yeah, they're they're all talking to themselves. They're all crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm watching? <laughs> a lot of crazy people around now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm watching right now on Prime? I'm watching the show Upload. I haven't heard of that one. No. Upload is a show where the people who are dying can upload their consciousness wow. before their body dies. And so they, up, they, they extract the consciousness from the body and they send it into the ethos or whatever, wherever. They send it to virtual, a virtual world. And the body is frozen and they're hoping that they're going to be able to reconnect them at one point. Right. But they, they have this team of, of techs that are called angels that are taking care of the consciousness. So once, once the consciousness wakes up, they kind of talk them through, but they've already prepared. They've got like a bank account. And when they want something, you know, if they want to change their view, okay, I want to be in the winter. So that's like, and then all of a sudden they're in the winter. Yeah. Wow. I love that idea. It's, it's really interesting. And in there, they basically, they're the guy, the main character has died in a car accident, but they're in a time where all the cars are self-drive, self-driven. And there are no more accidents. So they don't understand how come he died of an accident. But really what it is, is that he got murdered because somebody 
reprogram the car. And so when they get to the car, they tell the car, tell me what happened on March 17th, 2022. And they're like, I was driving from da, 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 da. Yeah, but you were in a car accident. You were in an accident. And the car's like, nope, all my functions are fine. And the girl is sitting in the car and there's like, you know, it's all in pieces. And she's like, okay, there's a problem here. But the computer really understands. So it's really, really cool to see the the ideas behind it, you know? There are people like that, though, aren't there? <laughs> They're broken yeah. into 10 million pieces and they say, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> there are people like that, I agree. <laughs> wow. Well, Ian, this was a fun conversation. It was fun. Right? We yeah. just go where the flow is and then yeah. see what happens. I enjoyed myself. Me too. Thank you for accepting the offer of chatting with me today. Thank you for having me. And uh, let's say somebody wants to get in touch with you and um, Eb. Yeah. So our website is theresiliencyhub.com. And all the contact details are on that. We'd love to hear from you. And like I said, I'm doing some coaching. Ev is doing a lot of coaching. Um, she's doing a lot of training, which I don't particularly like doing. But <laughs> I, I like the creative stuff. So I'm doing design work. I'm doing website stuff. And I'm coaching and just wherever things take me as well. We're also, I'm, I'm in development with the chap. Uh, a good friend of mine who is again another virtual friend yeah who I met through the whole 3p community uh we're talking about doing a podcast kind of specifically aimed around men and manhood and what it means to be a man and we're just developing it at the moment but there's so many different aspects to being a man in yeah. Yeah. 2022 in the modern world that were just not issues back 30 or 40 years ago so it's it's kind of I just we're curious about it more than anything so there's no the whole thought behind it is that there won't be any judgment to it but we just want to talk to people from all different sounds interesting viewpoints yeah I've spoken to a good few people about the idea to develop it and that and they think it's a really interesting idea so hopefully it'll get off the ground and watch this space very cool yeah well i i i if you need any help i'm here i know that you're pretty tech but if you need any help consulting just give me a buzz i'm going to be happy to help i always need help with tech because it's such a vast subject isn't yeah it? yes it uh, is like everybody i just get bowed down and things like, this is not going to beat me and I just have to figure it out and see what's because there's a do you know something and it's a philosophy that I've had for years and if something isn't working there's a reason and it's just a matter of it's a bit like detective work you have to work your way through it yeah we always had in the print business we we had files coming in from all over and sometimes it wouldn't work or fonts would be missing or you know this so there's always a reason. And it's, it was one of my sayings when I was uh, 
because I had a, a team of designers as well. If something, if they couldn't figure out something, we'd just like go through the steps and yeah. just eliminate things. So I love it. I love yeah, it. That yeah. is true. If something's not working, there's something wrong. So just yeah. like so a, just go through your processes, you'll find it. There's a line in the programming that's just not, it's getting stuck on that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I love honestly, it. It's the same with people. If you're getting yeah. stuck with if you're getting stuck on something, there's a reason. And you just need to reflect on it and you'll find it. Yeah. So I love it. Words yeah. of wisdom, people. If you That's feel nice. stuck, just go look through the process. Mm. <laughs> There's a line of code that's not working. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, it's, 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 it's as simple as that. Very cool. All right. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you. And everybody else, I'm going to say, dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that you want. Bye-bye. <laughs>